0: How about that? I forgot to press the, like, go button on the video. I just pushed the go live button, so we're just, we're going live. Boom, we're at it. Happy Humo Day. Welcome to the Damon Bruce Show. It is Wednesday, February 21st, just like that. We're approaching the end of February. It is the worst sports time of the year. Today's show is going to be short and sweet. We will not waste your time, not one bit. All right. It's a pipe dream. The fact that there's been no buzz about it at all, and there are reporters in New England who are more overzealous than reporters in California are at their jobs covering football stories, tracking private planes is the way that these people go about their business. And there is just no rumbling at all that Bill Belichick and the San Francisco 49ers are going to be in business together. But don't let no rumbling stop something from happening that if you're the 49ers, as far as I'm concerned, should happen should happen. I mean, let's, do, let's go. Let's officially get this done. Let's officially see a full-on turn to the dark side, embrace the dark side. Go get double Bs as your next defensive coordinator. Overqualified? You bet. But available? You bet. And Money Talks. And just wanting to coach football might walk for Bill Belichick. Now, again, probably not going to happen. The 49ers have done a hell of a job keeping whatever this defensive coordinator hire is going to be under wraps. They really have. They truly have. Very impressive. No leaks at all. Now, that makes me think it's going to be maybe an in-house hire or it's going to be somebody who's close with Kyle Shanahan, like Brandon Staley, who, again, Chargers defense was kind of awful. I don't know about that. But that could be the hire. Maybe Chris Kiffin, very strong, maybe Mike Vrabel feels like it would have come with some sort of leak attached to it if they were really knocking on his door in any significant way. Maybe Nick Sorensen, who's an in-house defensive assistant that's very well liked. Maybe that's the hire. None of that is Bill Belichick. None of them are Bill Belichick. There's a lot of people in the history of football who ain't Bill Belichick. As a matter of fact, there's only one of those guys, and rarely is a guy like that available, but he is. He is at this moment in time. This might seem crazy. This might seem insane. This might seem unreasonable. Get it done. Get it done. The only thing that could be in the way of him saying yes would be a pile of money. And the higher it gets, the likelier he is to say yes. My friend Ike is saying, Damon, do you think if I change the name to Belichick's Love and Sandwiches, could that help? Look, I heard that it's what Shohei Otani liked most about the offer that the Giants put in front of him. So maybe it'll work for double B's. The Bill Belichick sandwich at Ike's is just two plain pieces of bread with the message, do your job on it. That's all it is. Let's do it. I mean, let's officially do it. Again, probably not going to happen. But can we agree on this? I know some people are going to accuse me of putting up a very clickbaity thumbnail. It's probably not going to happen. And if drifting into something that might be a pipe dream is clickbaity, okay, maybe this one was. But riddle me this, Batman. Is Bill Belichick not the most amazing hire possible for 49ers defensive coordinator? I mean, wildly, wildly overqualified but for a team that, you know, just can't win the big one. How about bringing in a guy who's won six Super Bowls as a head coach, two others as an assistant coach, and give him an opportunity? to just come and coach football i mean let's say you are giving up uh brutal defensive possessions in super bowls to the kansas city chiefs late in super bowls you know four out of five dentists might recommend bring in bill belichick to consult on this the guys won 302 regular season games 31 more postseason games he's kind of a legend Can you think all that he could add, not just to the defensive side of the football, but all that he could teach this franchise about winning that he's learned over his time ruling over New England with an iron fist? I mean, this guy is maybe a little tired of having an iron fist, maybe tired of being the drumbeat that sets the tone for an entire franchise, and this is the Xanadu that the 49ers can offer Bill Belichick. Just drop all media obligations, everything you hated about New England at the end. Just coach defense. You don't even need to worry about the other side of the ball. Until, like, one day, if you want to bring Brock Purdy to lunch, that how could that be bad? Like, what if I told you Brock Purdy and Bill Belichick went to lunch today? Kyle Shanahan said, you guys go talk football. I'll Pick up the tab. Wouldn't that be a great story? Oh, go, come on. That'd be a good story. Hmm. A sip of the day, right there. That is a good one. No football politics no media fawning all over you, no coaching circle that you've spun enough times it doesn't really work anymore, just like your quarterback room that has not been right since Tom Brady. You don't need to worry about any of that, no more cult of personality where everyone is asking your every whim and grumpy-tempered press conference be the thing that the entire franchise is is now, that's, that's the either threat of success or failure that everything is dangling on. Like, it's just back away. Camelot is closed. You don't need to worry about it anymore. It is just a new team, a new place, and it's only X's and O's, and it never snows. That might be my pitch for Bill Belichick if I'm the 49ers. Bill, here's what we can offer you. A pile of money so big that you can't even see over the top of it. Only X's and O's, and it never snows. Come on out to California. Come on out to the Bay Area. Don't like San Francisco? That's fine. The team, the facility, and the stadium are nowhere near it. (laughs) So don't worry about that. If you're worried about a doom loop, you don't have to worry about that. Just, you're a 71-year-old football consigliere. You don't need to worry about the day to day bullshit of the NFL. You're a defensive coordinator. You're not going to be put in front of a a microphone any more than Steve Wilkes was. And you can say even less in those moments. I mean, think about it. Every single aspect of winning football that that guy knows about, wouldn't you want him to be the the, the trash heap that all the fraggles, all the 49er fraggles can go to? The trashy bespoken, yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if he were Marjorie? Just the the oracle of all good advice and football thinkery? Hey, Bill, at the age of 71, what do you know about the NFL? absolutely everything. The only thing Bill Belichick doesn't know about football is the unknowables. The, what is that rookie going to play like? Who is this guy going to be in his career? That's all in the unknowables until you actually go try it. But he knows every element of everything that is going on in the NFL right now, state of the art defensive football coach of all time. Plus he knows every grain of NFL history that has ever been spoken, written, filmed shit. He's filmed a few things in NFL history he wasn't even supposed to film. Who knows more about cheating your way to success than Bill Belichick? Get this guy in here. Best football coach alive. He's available. The only thing standing between the 49ers and Bill Belichick is money, which they print. Go do it. Why would he say no? Why would he say no? he Would rather go hang out with Pat McAfee, sit on some sort of a game day desk with, with, what, Terry Bradshaw? Bill Belichick would rather stick two barrels of a gun in his mouth and blow his own head off. He would be, No way does he want to do that, play nice, nice, friendly media with everyone after having nothing but disdain for the media for the last 25 years. No way. Just come coach football. X's and O's, it never snows. I think I got the pitch. There it is. Every good idea is an elevator pitch. X's and O's, it never snows. Why not? No threat to Kyle. As a matter of fact, it tells tells the entire world Kyle doesn't care what you think, doesn't care what you say. He just wants to win a Super Bowl. Give me the best available. The best available right now as a defensive coach in this league is Bill Belichick. And that is not to be debated. Like, whatever Mike Vrabel knows, it's because he learned it playing and coaching with Bill Belichick. You know, uh, if I told you you could have Brandon Staley, who's younger, or the older Bill Belichick, I'll take the older Bill Belichick every day. Because I don't think Bill is about to, like, leave you for another head coaching job. Maybe he likes it. Maybe he just likes coaching X's and O's and it never snows more than he thought, thought he would. Why not? Now, here we go. Phil. Phil 510 says, has any coach that won a Super Bowl became a defensive coordinator? No. This is unprecedented, but there's not a lot of guys in the history of football who had Bill Belichick's resume and didn't get hired in a coaching cycle. He might take this job out of spite. Out of spite. All right, the, the league looked at me and said, thanks, old man, we're moving on. He might take this job out of spite. I told you, it's a long shot. It's a serious long shot. This is not the about to happen, guaranteed to happen, but I have seen you know, Tim Kawakami go out and report, I think it's going to happen soon. I asked Larry Kruger on Monday's wake-up, Larry, do you think it happens by Friday? He said, yeah, I think it does, and so do I. Why not Bill Belichick? He's the best guy available for the job. He's Bill Belichick. It's the greatest defensive football coach of all time. He can tell you direct stories of Lawrence Taylor because he coached him. I mean, this is a guy I would love around the 49ers. No threat to Kyle whatsoever. Kyle, you coach offense. Bill, you coach defense. At that point, I don't give a fuck about special teams, just like Kyle Bill doesn't necessarily well. Bill always did. Bill always cared about special teams. Bill always did. Maybe that's a little something he can imprint upon Kyle. I know it's nuts. It looks nuts. It sounds nuts. And if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, it's probably a duck. This is probably a nuts idea. Can you come up with a better one? Can you come up with a better one? Can you come up with a better name for who could fill this job and make you think more automatically, oh, shit, they're about to win a Super Bowl, than this guy? The stakes are the highest as they could be. The stakes are as high as they could possibly be. I know I sound nuts. I know I sound crazy. But I'm also, and I know this in my heart, football right I'm football right. If football matters most here, and not money, and not bruised egos, and not holding on to whatever level of claiming the success was mine, whatever, Like if it really is all about put the best team on the field, put the best coaches in front of that team, go win as much as you can, Bill Belichick for defensive coordinator, that's my elevator pitch. And to Bill, it would simply be, You hate everything about football except the X's and O's, and it never snows in Santa Clara. Come on out, Billy. You're going to love it. Again, happy Humo Day. This show kind of jumped up on me. Normally, I start with the Godzilla video, and then I I, kind of get my mind kind of racing during that Godzilla video, how we're going to open this bad boy. But I forgot to push the Godzilla video button. We just hit go live, and poof, here we are. So welcome. It's great to have you. Like and subscribe. I heard that's what the cool kids do. Cooler kids even sign up for memberships, which are available to you. What does membership get you? Besides being among the initiated and some sports bane videos, it allows you to support the channel. It means an awful lot to support the channel. The channel is trying to grow. The channel needs to grow. The channel needs a little bit of a working budget to grow with. Things are in motion, kids. We are not going to just twiddle our thumbs waiting for next football season. We are going to grow. We are going to improve. We are going to get better at all of this. That's one thing I can absolutely guarantee you. If you want the best lunch that you could possibly get today, I can guarantee you that going to Ike's is the best decision that you could make. Get yourself a sandwich at Ike's this afternoon. I mean, try a Damon Bruce. I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling spicy. Maybe even put, like, some jalapenos on that Damon Bruce, which is a nice steakhouse experience. Got a little ribeye steak on it, Uh, provolone, a little steak sauce, some cheese onion rings for a little crunch oh it's a delicious sandwich try the Damon Bruce at Ike's you'll be happy that you did download the Ike's app to streamline your ordering process think about ordering Ike's catering for your office lunch you cannot go wrong with my man Ike and again he is willing to change the name of his restaurant to Belichick's Lovin' Sandwiches because he knows a good idea when he can hear it too 100% 100% get Bill Belichick. That's what I'm talking about, Ike. See, he knows. By the way, our man James Jones, who, uh, you know, we've been, we've been dealing with some grief here on the channel. We had Sam Bruno Mike tell us that he just recently lost his sister. Uh, James Jones recently lost his father. Kind of took us through his journey with him a little bit. Very intimate connections that we make here on the Pluse. I've been telling family and friends since Wil- Wilkes was let go. Bill Belichick's the only one I want. Agreed, Damon. Most likely not going to happen. But we can dream, James. We can dream. Maybe your dad can tweak the cosmos somehow, or some way. But again, we love our plucers here on a Humo Day. Here with our friend Ike, serving up delicious sandwiches, this entire community. Let me tell you, you're an awesome group of people, and I want to invite you to Palouse Mania 3, The Revenge at the Halfway Club, Sunday, March 3rd, starting at 4 o'clock. We're all going to get together at the Halfway Club and have ourselves a good time. Some drinks will be flowing, some delicious food will be served. Come on out, have a good time, support the channel, hang out with your friends that you've made here, the community that you've built over in this incredible chat, and... Support a fantastic new bar run by my friends, and uh, I think it's a winner for everyone. Halfway Club, March 3rd, 4 o'clock. Hope you're there. So, another thing that I hope you're at this weekend is going to be happening in the East Bay, and I want to bring this up. Again, we're never going to waste your time. This is the slowest news days of the year. Anybody trying to drag you through a four-hour radio show is clearly not looking to serve you the best. They're looking to serve a bigger corporate master the best. We are not doing that over here. I am serving the audience the best possible way. We keep it clean. We keep it tight. We keep it short when there ain't much going on. And today is one of the slowest sports days of the year. Warriors will be back at it on Thursday. They're playing again on Friday. But this weekend, the A's fans are throwing their own fan fest because The A's don't take care of their fans anymore and do things like that. So the A's fans are taking it upon themselves. And for their reward is an A's team that is being delivered to you with the lowest preseason wins total Las Vegas has offered on any MLB team since 1990. The A's over under is 56 and a half. Oh, my God. 56 and a half. It's the lowest expectation for any major league team in 34 years. Like, way to go, John Fisher. Like, it's not enough to be a bad owner. You have to be a bad tenant and a bad landlord and a bad architect and a bad businessman. And now apparently you're a bad moving truck and you're a bad lease negotiator. You're a bad land evaluator. And you're just you're a bad moving truck. You're bad at everything. And look at what you got as the result of this. A a 56.5 over under? Oh, that should be grounds for immediate owner removal in Major League Baseball. A's fans, though, they're incredible. I mean, they really, really are. The last dive bar guys, the Oakland 68s, those two fan groups are putting on a fan fest with no help at all from the team that they actually root for. So it's basically going to be a collection of still care about the fans, former Oakland athletics that are coming out and in the area and want to support and love the fans still, and that's awesome. But it's basically like Hal the hot dog guy. And I love Hal the hot dog guy. And you know what? I'm going to make my way out there. It's at, what, block 15 over in Oakland, Jack London Square. I'm going to get there. I can't tell you what hours I'm going to be there. I got Ozzy to juggle. I got, I got kids in motion. I got grandparents coming in to cover the flank. But I'll be there. This weekend. Oakland Days Fan Fest. Saturday. Block 15, Jack London Square. You fans deserve so much better than what you get. By the way, I saw uh, Craig Carton talking about this on FS1 this morning. It just happened to be on my TV. The 56 and a half win total. Just to let you know how bad that is. That was the Boston Celtics NBA season win total over under for this season. They play half the games. They play half the games. And they had a greater win total than the Oakland A's. The Boston Celtics did. That is just, oh my God. I looked at who's the most famous player on the A's 40-man roster. You don't want to play that game. Like a diehard baseball fan doesn't even want to play that game. Who is the most famous, most recognizable, most household name Oakland A? it might be ross stripling only because two other fan bases have complained an awful lot about Ross Stripling. The Toronto Blue Jays and the American League East media know an awful lot about Ross Stripling, so you've heard of him, and obviously he was a San Francisco Giant with not much success, so everyone complained about him and heard of him. He is now in Oakland, Day Ross Stripling might have the most name value because if I told you, like, no, okay, so it's not Ross Stripling, it's Shea Langoliers or Mason Miller, what if I told you it was one of those two guys? Do you think that how many Many hundreds of people could I walk up to in Oakland with Mason Miller's, you know, picture and say, "Who is this?" Before anyone got that right, like I would have to bump into my buddy Carl, uh, Carl Buschek in, in order to have somebody just randomly get that right. And Carl would get it because he's an A's diehard. My my buddy, uh, my buddy Flanders might be able to get it. My buddy Flanders might be able to be like, "Hey, that's, that's Shea Langoliers," because he's that much of an A's fan. Who is the most famous player on the A's forty-man roster? I shit you not, it might be Ross Stripling, Mason Miller, Shea Langoliers. Those are your only other conceivable options. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And there you go, kids. I told you, I promised you I would never waste your time, not for a millisecond. Thank you so much for listening to a very short, started like a crack of the whip, Damon Bruce show this afternoon. Go hire Bill Belichick. I freaking dare you, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, And we will hop into Club Plus over here, still on YouTube. Everyone listening on the podcast, thank you so very much. And remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that... (sighs) He's gone.